Hello, welcome to the Human Systems Dynamics Patterns and Possibilities podcast. I'm your host, Ms. Handy, and I have the distinct honor and pleasure of sharing Human Systems Dynamics theory and how we can apply it in our personal and professional lives. I'm also going to highlight some of the wicked patterns that often show up in the world, in our workplaces, our homes, relationships, neighborhoods, and communities. We appreciate you joining us with your curious minds. And in this episode, we're going to talk about a subject that we hope you will find as interesting as we do. And that episode starts right now. When you hear the word interaction, how does it make you feel? I'm really curious if it enlivens you or does it make you feel a little bit uncomfortable? I ask those questions because many times our introversion and extroversion helps to shape the way that we see interaction and how we feel about it. As a certified facilitator, it's really obvious to me that interaction is the key for the groups that I work with. It's their active input, their contributions, ideas, the connections and relationships that add value. It's the difference that makes a difference. But I haven't always recognized the value of interaction. As an only child growing up, I was so locked into my pattern of introversion that it became my everything. It was the lens through which I saw the world and I judged it. It was my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I became so comfortable and so good at it that I could sit for hours and hours and hours in silence and not even blink. Many of my family members even wondered if I could actually speak because they hadn't ever heard me talk. It wasn't until I went to college that I realized just how uncomfortable I was interacting with other people. It was a major struggle for me, but I had to practice and learn my way out of it. Fortunately, I did. Not only now do I recognize the importance of interaction on -on one-on-one basis, but also in groups. There's not many places that you can go in this world where you don't have to interact. In your family, in your workplace, in your neighborhoods, going out to do transactions with other people, our doctors, lawyers, all of these folks that add value to our lives. We have to interact with them. It is the subject of our episode today, which is Generative Engagement, Leverage Dynamics of Interaction. That's also the title of the blog written by Royce Holiday in May 2017. I'm going to share Royce's blog with you in just a moment. You can find a copy of it on the HSD Institute website at hsdinstitute.org. According to Royce Holiday, Human Systems Dynamics Institute builds adaptive capacity. Adaptive action and pattern logic help us help others to understand and manage complex change. 
Adaptive action is an iterative inquiry cycle that is deceptively simple using three questions that help you to ask what, which is seeing the patterns that shape and influence your system, so what, which is understanding the underlying dynamics of those patterns, and now what, which is taking action to shift those patterns toward best fit and sustainability. Pattern logic explains the underlying patterns of human decision-making and interaction. You use that understanding to take wise action and shape the patterns as they emerge. Today's blog uses the adaptive action cycle to reveal the use of the underlying pattern logic of using generative engagement to leverage the dynamics of interaction in your human systems. In each step, I have included a brief guide for you to use these ideas in a particular challenge in a human system where you live, work, or play. Let's discuss the first question in the adaptive action cycle, which is what? In working with individuals and groups, we are increasingly asked about how HSD can be used to help people reach across the emerging chasms that threaten to divide our families, organizations, and communities. Today's offering, Generative Engagement, is one HSD-based model and method that can help you explore your system to make decisions about how you can set conditions for more productive interactions. Mary Nations and I co-created this model to define generative engagement as interactions that create system-wide patterns to assure purposeful, meaningful dialogue, support productivity across differences, and build adaptive relationships. We named a set of conditions that can shape interactions to create those patterns. First is shared identity. Shared identity happens when members of the system see themselves as sharing some perspective or experience of participating together in a system without giving up their own identity. Shared power happens in any system when people work together in power-based relationships. In generative relationships, they recognize that power is about influence and that it has to be a two-way exchange. Individuals must be able to influence others even as they allow others to influence them. Regardless of positional authority or accountability, the members of the system consider questions of power, like, how do we work to influence each other in this system? And in what ways do we, individually and as a group, allow others to influence us? Lastly, shared voice happens when individuals and groups and systems must share information and other resources in ways that others can hear and understand what they need. We refer to this as generating voice. At the same time, they must be careful to listen to others, allowing them to express their needs and interests. We call this granting voice. 
Generative interactions require that individuals and groups in the system simultaneously and constantly grant and generate voice. Here is a challenge we'd like for you to try. Identify a human system that includes you, your family, a neighborhood, a team, a work group, etc. Think about a challenge you currently face and the patterns of interaction and decision-making around that challenge. What does it feel like to be a member of that group? What do you see among others who are members of the group? What are the agreements and or disagreements around the challenge? Is everyone committed to the same outcomes from the challenge? Next, describe your shared identity. In your system, describe the ways all the members in that group stand together to look at your challenge. How do they see themselves working together? How do you believe they should be working or standing together in this challenge? Describe the evidence you see that informs your observation. Next, Describe how power or influence is used in this challenge. In your system, describe how members use power to influence each other. Do they seek agreement or is there bullying going on? How much do individuals allow themselves to be influenced by others? What is the evidence you see that confirms your observation? Next, describe how people grant or generate voice in your group. Finally, in this challenge, describe how well members grant each other voice. Does each member listen to all other members of the group? Does each member of the group feel safe and invited to speak up? Do the rules, regulations, policies, and procedures treat all individuals in equitable ways? What evidence do you see that this is the case? This is one series of questions you might use to describe the conditions that can shape patterns of interaction in the what step of your adaptive action. The next series of questions and observations, which is so what, will help you make meaning of what you've observed and identify options for actions you can take to shift the patterns. Let's talk about the second question in the adaptive action cycle, which is the question, so what? In this phase of your adaptive action, you want to make sense of the patterns you've observed and use that further insight to help you identify possible options for action. You do that by moving past your descriptions of the patterns to the explanations of what's happening in the system to shape those patterns. You use pattern logic to see into the underlying dynamics of your system. In generative engagement, you explore those dynamics by understanding each of the conditions that shape the greater pattern. Return to the challenge you described in your what segment of this adaptive action. Is the challenge around issues of identity, 
when working toward a shared goal, you need each person to stand with the others. This act of working toward a shared goal can create a shared identity. At the same time, the differences in the group can enrich understanding and create a broader set of options for each action to bring about change. Think about how you can ensure that each person works across those differences while holding the connection of the identity you share. Consider if your challenge is about how power is used in the system. How can the group work together most effectively, sharing power and influence as they make decisions and take action? Finally, consider whether there are voices in your group that are not being heard and if there are voices that override others. What can you all do for each other to be sure everyone has voice to contribute to solutions? Now that you've explored each of the conditions that shape the patterns you see, consider what you might do to shift one or more conditions and change the pattern. The last step in the adaptive action cycle addresses the question, now what? Choose one option and put it into action in your system, making sure it's a change that is within your scope to make. Remember that you won't change the entire system in this one shift. Make the change, watch what happens over a bit of time, and then start the cycle over again. That's what makes adaptive action iterative. You learn from each short cycle and apply that learning immediately in the next cycle as you continue to address your challenges through generative engagement. Recognize that you will never reach a state of constant generative engagement. It's not a destination. It's a choice you make in every moment and over time to shift the patterns of interaction and decision-making toward more generative and productive relationships across the system. Try it and let us know how it goes. That is the blog, Generative Engagement, Leverage Dynamics of Interaction, written by Royce Holiday in May 2017. I'll be back in just a moment to offer a few more thoughts in my mind about what all of this means. I think of human systems dynamics as a theory built upon a rock of pattern logic. We discover, uncover, and make meaning of those patterns through our interactions. I truly believe that there is real value in interaction. And I say that because I've experienced it firsthand. I've had some of the most rich, deep, and delicious interactions with people that literally changed my mind about things that I've been believing and assuming all my life. But it happened because I had an open mind and I chose to leave my agendas and checklists outside of the room. But it's really difficult to try to convince someone of the value of those interactions if they haven't experienced it. But if I had to try and describe it, here is how I would do it. 
I see interaction as a pattern of possibilities. And in my mind, I see a series of rooms connected by doors. Interaction opens the door for curiosity. Curiosity opens the door for exchanges to happen. And when exchanges happen, that leads to stories and impacts. And stories and impacts open the door for discovery of similarities and differences. Those similarities and differences allow us to see patterns. And those patterns open the door for energy to flow into the room. And when energy flows, questions can then emerge. And those questions allow us to zoom in and out of experiences. And that zooming in and out allows us to discover what's true and what's useful. And what's true and useful then leads to new perspectives. And it's those new perspectives that allows us to make connections. And those connections open the door for belonging. Belonging opens the door for relationships. Relationships then open the door for respect. And when respect happens, it opens the door for trust. And trust then leads to collaboration. Collaboration opens the door for healing and transformation to happen. And when healing and transformation happen, it opens the door for us to celebrate life. Do you see the pattern of possibilities in what I described? I hope that you now see the value of interaction. Leaders leverage the dynamics of interaction by first creating space for it to happen and then guiding rather than controlling the pattern so that what you see, understand, and influence can emerge with possibilities. That's how I see it, but how do you see it? We would love for you to experience interacting with us in a human systems dynamics type of way. So we invite you to register for and attend any of the free virtual human systems dynamics power of inquiry sessions, which happen Monday through Thursday at 10 a.m. Central Time. Human systems dynamics also offers a series of rich learning opportunities like live virtual workshops and adaptive action labs that will immerse you into interactive environments like the ones I described. You can find out more by visiting hsdinstitute.org. Have you subscribed to Patterns and Possibilities yet? Well, if you haven't, it's not too late. And please make sure that you join us for the next episode. We're going to discuss generative collaboration, partnerships for 21st century challenges.